0: Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project and Fit Mother Project podcast. Today's episode, I want to share with you something that's been personally impactful in my health, and that is using cold plunges every day, And I want to talk about the benefits of cold exposure on health. And I think this topic is particularly relevant right now at this time of the year, where at least in the Northern Hemisphere, we're getting closer to winter, things are getting colder. And I want to talk about the nature of cold and some of the research on why when we expose our bodies to cold, we get phenomenal health benefits. So here's the overall picture and the bigger picture philosophy, which I think is so important for you to understand. Our bodies get stronger when we stress it. Exercise is a stress on our muscles, our tendons, and our cardiovascular system. And after we stress, that kicks in this body's adaptation process to repair, to grow stronger. Well, one of the most fundamental and primal stresses is temperature. When it is cold, the body must do a whole bunch of different things in relation to immune strength, vasoconstriction and vasodilation, changes the circulation system, as well as some stuff with the nervous system that really adapts and gets us stronger. So I want to cover eight of the research-backed benefits of cold exposure. And I want to tell you specifically what I've been doing. So for my birthday in July of this past year, one of my best friends, John, he built me a cold tub. He basically We bought a big chest freezer and John's an electrical engineer. So he retrofit this thing into a cold tub. It didn't cost that much money, but it's a really cool thing. I have it in my garage. And what I do is every morning I get up and before I have anything else, I get my morning hydration in. But before I go on my morning walk, I hop in that thing for three minutes. And it's set around like Maybe it's around fifty degrees or something like that. It's cold, you know. It's not so cold that it's like, oh my gosh, but you know, you build up some tolerance to it. And I want to bring this to your awareness as something that you might want to consider doing in the form of either getting yourself a cold plunge or at least taking some cold showers. By covering some of the research and the stuff that changes in the body when you do get exposure to cold, the first thing that happens is when you expose your body to cold, you get a stronger immune system. This has just been really well documented. Like the white blood cells that are the the champions of our immune system, they increase in a good, healthy way. Specific populations of immune cells like lymphocytes, they do increase when you get cold exposure. And that's what they found is people who are cold water swimmers, like they swim in the open ocean in the cold. And they compared those in research to just regular water swimmers, I guess pool swimmers. The cold water swimmers had much more robust immune systems. They had like 40% less respiratory infections. And it's just a fact of matter that the immune system gets stronger. And it's almost like the body is stressed. So it's not surprising that it kind of adapts the immune system to get stronger and get ready to stress. So that's the first benefit. If you're looking at maximizing your immune strength, which has been a topic on many people's minds, it's not just nutrition, sleep, and exercise. Cold exposure is one of the best things you can do for a stronger immune system. The second thing gold exposure does it is improves your body's stress response. So the first bit when you get into that cold water or you take that cold shower it is a shock to your nervous system and the nervous system has these two main branches I talk about very often in some of our training. It's the sympathetic which is the fight or flight the activated nervous system and the parasympathetic which is the rest digest relaxation. And what we want for good health is to be predominantly parasympathetic. We don't want to be stressed all the time. We want to be relaxed and have this more relaxed nervous system state. We want to be able to activate acutely for times when we need to be active or we want sharper thinking or we just need to be ready for a competitive sport or a workout or something like that. Active, but then rest at baseline. Well, the cool thing about cold exposure is it gives you this immediate sympathetic response. You get in the cold and you have this little bit of shock or shiver, but then you can use your breathing and you can use your mindset to kind of settle in. And what they actually find from the research is that the cold actually increases parasympathetic tone. Initially, you get a sympathetic spike, but as you kind of sit with that and calm down into the cold, you get this parasympathetic dominance, which we know is so good for health. And this ultimately translates to how you respond to stress all over the place. Because for the nervous system, it's like inputs are coming in in many different forms and colors. One might be cold exposure. One might be a stressor at work. Mine might be someone cuts you off on the road. These are just like the inputs into the system. How the nervous system responds. Bonds, though, is like baseline, very shared and conserved across those different stressors. So by doing more stress response work in the cold, you end up responding to stress in so many different ways. And it just makes you more stress resilient, which is fantastic. It translates to the rest of your day. And that fight or flight response that you may have becomes a lot more quiet in all of the times of your life. Third benefit is the cold decreases inflammation. We've all known this, you know, growing up. If you sprain your ankle or something like that, your mom's like, "Put a bag of peas on it" or something like that. Some frozen peas. It's because cold does reduce inflammation. And there's a cool thing is like whole body cold is even more anti-inflammatory. But it does it in a pretty unique way, where it decreases like a lot of the major inflammation, but it actually does balance out certain of these inflammatory cytokines. Like interleukin six is one of them that actually has benefits for repair and regeneration. So you can reduce total body inflammation. It can be a Part of healing, if you're a person that feels like you have inflammation, especially joint inflammation and stuff, this is really good. Now, one of the ways that it actually, why well, said the primary way that it reduces inflammation and pain is when you get into the cold. It actually causes your body to release norepinephrine or noradrenaline, and noradrenaline activates us. It's what gets us ready to go, and it's actually something that makes the mind feel very alert and actually have a good mood. Noradrenaline is important for mood control. What it also does, noradrenaline, is a systemic inflammation benefit you get from being in the cold exposure. And I think that's really cool. And they actually found that people who have arthritis, who go through whole body cryotherapy, whether in a plunge or one of those cryotherapy machines, have way less pain. And it's been research proven on that front because it decreases inflammation and then pain signaling as a consequence. Another thing that cold can do is it can improve your physical performance and recovery. And they've done a lot of research in elite cyclists, for example, where they basically have elite cyclists train. And then one group does cold exposure either one hour after training or 24 hours after training or 48 hours after training. And the other group basically just trains and doesn't do anything else, doesn't have a cold exposure component in their protocol. Those that get cold exposure have higher power outputs, recover faster and have lower muscle damage markers and generally can just perform better at higher watts and ride more consistently. So the benefit is like modest. It's not like a massive game changing benefit, but it does increase performance in elite athletes. And there is something to notice. I think the best time to actually do a cold plunge is not right after exercise, because exercise, one of the ways that it works, again, is a stressor. And it does create some helpful inflammation that is the cellular signaling that the body knows that needs to adapt. You don't want to squash that signal right after exercise with a bunch of cold. So the whole cold plunging right after a workout is not my personal preference. I like to do it in the morning as a way to activate and get some of these things going. So because I'm doing it basically every day for about three minutes, I'm effectively doing it between a workout. I'm getting Some kind of cold exposure within 12 to 24 hours afterwards. But as long as it's not right after a workout, I think you're totally fine and you're maximizing that workout response. You don't necessarily just want to blunt that post-workout adaptation response with a bunch of cold immediately afterwards. So cold can be your friend, but keep it away from the workout at least for a few hours but before it can be fine because what you'll find is when you do cold exposure initially it reduces circulation right because when you start to shiver and like your body's shunting blood from the extremities into the core to keep you warm and those vital organs warm after you get out you get this reperfusion of blood my skin turns very red afterwards after a 3 minute cold exposure afterwards i'm red in the skin this is cuz all the circulation comes from the central out into the extremities and this actually happens in the brain as well from cold exposure and you get a flushing. And when new rich blood comes, it's carrying oxygen and nutrients, which vitalizes all of your key tissues. So it's a cool thing is that like cold actually improves circulation. Although it reduces, you could say vasoconstriction is its acute effects long-term and improves circulation. Now, the next benefit I have that I think is really interesting is cold exposure improves fat burning, and it can improve just general like metabolic functioning. So we have a couple different kinds of fat in our body. The main fat that people think of is the white fat. This is like the subcutaneous adipose tissue, the stuff we can pinch on their bodies that we're all trying to get rid of, right? Well, we also have a different type of fat called brown fat. And the difference between white fat and brown fat is brown fat is very rich in mitochondria. The mitochondria are what actually color the fat a little bit of darker color, and mitochondria are the the metabolic activity powerhouses of your cells. The more mitochondria you have, the healthier those are, the better your metabolism is, the longer you live, the more energy production you have. And what cold does, it actually makes your body actually start to produce more brown fat. Babies have a lot of brown fat, some teenagers have brown fat, and as we age, we lose some brown fat. Well, the way to actually stimulate the body to create more brown fat is cold exposure. When the body starts to shiver, and there's some other mechanisms to what it does is it actually starts to increase some of these cellular signals to create new mitochondria, Particularly in these kind of like fat cells that helps you have a healthier metabolism. So you can do this and get cold exposure and have increased weight loss and fat burning over the long haul. I also recommend many of our videos on optimizing sleep that you sleep in a cooler room, or maybe you invest in some of these devices like we have something called Uller. That's O O L E R or chili pads, another type of brand out there. But these are things that actually cools the bed sheets, helps you sleep a little deeper. And if you make it really cold, it can improve your metabolic health. So fat burning, weight loss, there's certainly benefits to having the cold exposure. Another thing that's really cool is cold exposure improves your energy, mood, and focus. And this is really powerful. I mentioned earlier when we were talking about inflammation, how this noradrenaline and norepinephrine rises when you're exposed to cold. And that's great because norepinephrine is one of the neurotransmitters that makes you feel good, alert, and have high mood. So you do this in the morning, you have more focus during the day. What they've also found is that dopamine levels rise tremendously. There's a 2.5 times increase in dopamine levels after a short cold exposure for like three minutes. And this is the same kind of stuff that people get when they take a hit of cocaine, right? Dopamine rush, norepinephrine rush. Well, the thing that's really cool is the cocaine gives you immediate rush, but what you get from the cold exposure is a prolonged, gradual, sustained elevation of norepinephrine as well as dopamine. So you get these good, motivating neurotransmitters that give you the motivation to go out there and have a good rest of your day. So that's fantastic. This is affecting your neurochemistry. So you can think of cold as your way to access your body's own internal pharmacy and your neurochemicals to help you feel motivated, clear, and focused and have a good mood. They're studying cold and depression, cold and PTSD. And if people can kind of sit in there, it not only affects their actual neurochemistry, but the final benefit is it actually just helps them do hard things. And it gets you really into looking at becoming uncomfortable and just sitting with that and being okay with it. And these are the mental resilience benefits because every day if you can go get some kind of cold exposure, whether it's that cold shower, or maybe it's a cold plunge, and there's certain days where you don't Feel like doing it, but you do it anyways, kind of like a day you don't want to work out, but you do it anyways, that increases your mental strength and resilience. And when you do hard things, you feel that you get stronger and you get that sense of accomplishment. And it makes you more likely that you're going to do more hard things in other areas of your life. And when you're doing hard things, basically that means you're pushing the edges of your growth, you're pushing your boundaries of what's currently comfortable for you. And guess what happens? That means that you grow, that means you get stronger, that means you get more capacity and you can take on greater challenges over time. So that's a massive benefit. And one more that I wanted to mention, because I think this is super cool, is cold exposure actually activates your endogenous antioxidant systems. So it's a buzzword, antioxidants. Everyone wants more antioxidants, whether it's through antioxidant supplements like vitamin C, vitamin E, whether it's some kind of super drink with these kinds of things. Well, our body has its own antioxidant system, primarily through glutathione, which is something that's produced in the liver, and it goes throughout the body, and it helps prevent DNA damage, and it basically squenches these free radicals. Free radicals are these molecules in the body that have an unpaired electron, and they go and bang into other things and create other unpaired electrons, and they can create systemic cascading damage. Well, this antioxidant system we have inside our own bodies is activated by cold. They found that cold exposure can increase glutathione levels by like 70%. And this is important. Many people even get IVs of glutathione because it helps them feel better, helps them heal from certain conditions and detoxify, et cetera. Well, you can activate this own internal pharmacy through cold exposure. So I'm hoping you're starting to see that there's phenomenal benefits of this. And I want to let you know, we will do another episode in the future on heat exposure in the form of sauna and ideally, particularly like infrared saunas. This also gives you similar benefits because insofar as cold is a stress, heat is also a stress and they have very similar crossover pathways in terms of how they interface with the nervous system, the cardiovascular system, et cetera. So my challenge for you is where can you find some cold in your life? If you're living somewhere that is cold during the wintertime, the water's about to get cold in that shower, maybe you start doing some cold shower stuff. And also, you can go on YouTube and you can type in how do I make a cold plunge? There's videos of people that show you exactly how to buy a chest freezer, fit it with some kind of UV filtration system, and you can make your own cold plunge like I have. And if you have something that's available for you every single day, it's going to be a lot more likely to use it. So that's the benefit. Thanks for being my friend. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project podcast. Go forth, get yourself uncomfortable with some cold and reap the amazing health benefits. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys who are 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Project to get access to our entire video library.